Hello, and welcome to the year we started a podcast. It's a podcast born Phoenix-like from last year's podcast. I am your co-host, Jeff. And I'm your other co-host, Nick. And this is a podcast. Uh, we're a couple friends that are half a continent apart that would like to come together uh, and, uh, and talk about some of the things that are fun and interesting to us. Uh, Nick, this week, we, we I, str- like, I struggled. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I did, I sh- mm-hmm. like, topics... You know, we got a lot thing, a lot of things going on. Uh, you know, we got. A, I, I'm recording this on Monday. Nope. Mm. Jeff, I have. <laughs> I have strong. a fear. I have a what? fear for why this. I, I haven't told you about this yet, but <coughs> oh no, there's. Oh no. I fear that the reason that we struggle to find things that are in, topics for us is because our topics are things that are fun and interesting. And what if the world isn't fun or interesting right now? What if it's still a pandemic ten months in? And hey, hey, Nick. Hey, Nick. What if I'm not fun and interesting, Jeff? What if? Well, I mean, that that is a valid concern. However, I will say (laughs) world at large is fun and interesting, Nick, because we're recording this on February 3rd, uh, 366 days after the Chiefs' last Super Bowl. Not that anybody's counting. Um, It could, could... Impossible to say who would do that. Impossible to say. Uh, but four days before the uh, next Chiefs Super Bowl. So Ooh. I find it very interesting. This will release, however, after the Super Bowl. So either this will be uh, a, a source of, you know, a, a reflective uh, celebration or a source of uh, the time where I look back at myself and realize, like, oh, man, he was, he was so filled with hope. Jeff? Jeff, do you do you want to know something, Jeff? You were saying before in one of our previous things how I uh, am spoiled with my 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 basketball team having had a lot of playoff success and yada yada. And yeah, I think we mentioned that on our Patreon I, podcast I'm, the first I'm one. Inc- yeah, uh, true. I am incredibly spoiled. But let me tell you the thing that they don't tell you about. I can still hear the f-ing announcer. That was my first bleep for the week from <laughs> two thousand four. Language. <laughs> yeah, I know language from two thousand four yelling detroit basketball and i still want to punch him in the face because <laughs> oh, it still hurts it's 2021 <laughs> oh, so it is coming up on 17 years ago and i was a freaking child i was like 12 or something and it still hurts me jeff so i just want to put that in your head before you guys go into the super bowl and that like, was you know that was with uh what's his uh rip hamilton face mask guy yeah rip hamilton that i was love that rip year hamilton, and, actually yeah. uh wallace Yep, Ben, Ben and Rashid, Ben Rashid, and Rashid Wallace. Yeah, both of the Wallaces. Look at that, Nick. I know NBA history. I'm, Look at that. I am proud of you. That's, Are you proud that's of a me? Good, that's a right good poll. Yeah, we did not plan that whatsoever. No, but I just want to let you know that. Don't worry if uh, if they if they lose on Sunday, you'll remember for seventeen plus years. So. Oh yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> just I just wanted to be a good friend and you know put that in your head. Oh, Nick, I, <laughs> I've had so many playoff <laughs> losses and you don't have to remind me, oh, but good, that's, good. Not, that's not what we're here to talk about, Nick, because this is, this is an evergreen podcast. We talk about topics that matter more than just the week after, hopefully. Um, so <laughs> Nick, I wanted to, okay, look, here, here's the deal. Like the, the playoffs are, or I mean, the Super Bowl is happening. Uh, we're going to release this after the Super Bowl, but Nick, after the Super Bowl, uh, after our episode releases, there's going to be a holiday, and it is Valentine's Day. And, oh crap! Are they having that this year? Uh, shoot, um, Nick. I'll, like, like real talk here. Yeah. No. 
before I realized that it was Valentine's Day before a podcast released, I had no plans. Jeff. And Nick. Jeff. Nick, here's I, I'm not sure I, I have any plans, but I what I do have now is the recollection that it's Valentine's Day. It's your so, wife your wife listens to this, plans. right? Uh, your wife was yeah, no, she missed some of the middle episodes, and I, I like to hang crap, but she's definitely, uh, like, up to speed now on the last, like, probably nice. four or five. So, yeah, yeah, no, she knows now. Like, it, it's that's fine, though. It's fine. I, 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 edit. I have the edit, Nick. I'm I'm fine. I'm good. Um, so what I would like to do, though, is uh, share some some good old love stories from my early days. Nick, I... Hold on. Before we could go too far, do you want to know the only reason that I will always be really on top of Valentine's Day? Yeah, uh, yeah, I would love to know why. Go ahead. <laughs> because the the women in my family, my sisters, like my wife more than they like me, and mm-hmm. so they are willing to. Yeah, me too. Yeah, but they are willing to tell me, and they tell me kind of patronizingly, like I'm too dumb to remember. Which, to be fair, when they tell me, it is kind of a reminder. But like, regardless, Jenny, okay, but Jenny, yeah, but uh, <laughs> they like to tell me well ahead of time. Like, Nick, do you have anything good? Are you doing anything good? No, like, are you actually taking care of her? What? Oh, gosh, dang it! That is that is a text chain that I received this year. So just so you know, <laughs> oh, that's real. Wondering. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, oh, that's my life. No. <laughs> I don't think it was meant that seriously, though. I, no. I don't think uh, no, I, I'm telling good. myself that I'm treated much better than that by my family. By the people that I care about the most. <laughs> okay, so, continue. I don't even know what story I want to tell first. I feel like this is this is a trove that maybe goes on for multiple years of Valentine's Days. So Katie and I, uh, for our listeners, we started dating in high school, um, like uh, sophomore year. Actually, we were in drumline together and had a mutual friend. I mean, we th- th- you can make a mo- you can make a movie about it. Uh, can I just tell you that high school band must have been like really romantic? Because I feel like everybody I knew who went into band dated people from band. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently so, uh, especially drumline for us. But no, there you go. It's funny. We I-, I love this. I love this sentence because it feels like it like cements me in the the history of like technology. But the first time I talked to my wife, like in genuine, like to her specifically, was on MSN Messenger, which <laughs> I, I feel like is especially special to this podcast because I talked That's about so how good. MSN Messenger's butterflies were spread all across New York. Um, but yeah. That's true. That's, that, that's awesome. That's awesome. So that was the first. I, I feel like we just need to go through some first. So uh, first time I talked, MSN Messenger, uh, through a mutual drumline friend of ours. Then uh, our very first date. I don't think I've I share I don't share the story often, so I don't even know that I've ever shared this with you. Do Do you know what our first date was, Nick? This I would be amazed. I if you did. Don't, no, I don't think so. Okay, so you're 16 years old. Like I had just gotten my stinking driver's license not all that long ago, so like mm. you don't like. There's only so many things that you can go do as a 16 year old. Our like our idea, like what our plan was, like we're gonna go to the movies and then we were go or we were going to go to dinner, and by did I don't even remember where we went for dinner. Uh, probably, <laughs> I hope a place that we could actually sit down. And it wasn't like McDonald's, but it very well could have just been some dumb fast food place. Uh, then we went to a movie and then afterwards we were gonna go to, go to Dairy Queen uh, to get you know dessert as you do. Did everything, did the movie, 
you know, got the got the classic arm around the shoulder uh, move in. Uh, nice. Yep. Yep. Gonna you know <laughs> go to, go Dairy Queen, go get dessert. Uh, you know, make it make my best impression as a young sixteen year old kid. At Dairy Queen, which is the the place to to make at, your best at impression. Dairy Queen, where you do, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ice cream as ice cream do. maker and maker of relationships that last forever. Uh, so we went to Dairy Queen uh, and ate our ice cream, uh, and then went out to my truck, to which I had locked my keys in my car. <laughs> and so, on my very very first date ever, having driven a girl anywhere. It, it went well until the point where I had to be a responsible uh, driver of a vehicle and not lock my keys in my car. So then we had the really cool thing where we sat in a Dairy Queen that was closing as I waited for my parents, specifically my dad, <laughs> to come up with the spare key to my truck. Oh, uh, my God. Did you look really cool? Did, did, did she think you was really cool oh in that moment? Oh, man. That's, that's, I mean, that's I, I'll do tell it. you, Nick, like... I have never felt more <laughs> sure of myself as a, as a man than that moment. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's really good. I, that's really, really good. It reminds me actually of a time. So again, uh, high school sweethearts or whatever. Uh, we went to our school dance, our my very, very first school dance, taking a girl. And I picked up uh, my now wife at my at her dad's house, and we were getting ready to go back in my car. And as a gentleman should, as, as a sixteen year old gentleman, mm-hmm. uh, you should mm-hmm. open the door for your date uh, and let her in and do the thing like that. Especially you know here in Kansas, you know that that is the thing to do to be a gentleman. But I definitely just walked and went right into my car before she did. And I got heckled from her dad to ask, like, hey, like, <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you need me to come down there and open the door for her or you got it? Can I just tell you, I don't, I have, I am not a parent, but the thing that I want the most out of life, like, if, the best reason for me to ever want to have a kid is to be the dad that is, like, a, a total, like, intimidation factor to, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> a, to a kid. Like, it's just... What a dream, man! Just be just to have someone you can just treat like absolute crap, and they have to suck you suck it up, and just oh, I'm sorry, but I'm sorry. It's, it's uh, you're right. I should be a more of a gentleman. I'll get the door for her right now. Uh, okay, so that's that's my first Valentine's Valentine's Day story, um, or I don't know, two, three, four Valentine's stories. Um, so I feel bad because I don't think I have a specific, um, a great specific uh, Valentine's story. So my my wife and I have been together. This is uh, we're coming up on eleven years uh, that's, since we started dating. Nick, and that's wild. That's I know. Wild. I know. I like. Uh, I, I knew you both you, before, right before we you start, started yep, dating. Like yep. And that I mean, Katie and I are going to have our tenth year anniversary this June. I know. And we were together. We're we're going on freaking fifteen, sixteen years or whatever. Yeah. It's crazy that you're double digits now that you've been together. That's crazy. I I know it's it it made the whole like why aren't you guys married yet thing like really like very pr- like okay you you might be right okay <laughs> fair okay. enough touche I beat I beat ten years though I beat I did it before the ten year anniversary of our yep. dating so I I mean that's basically all you need <laughs> but, although I'll say I don't think by much <laughs> no not by much not <laughs> not by much I kind of I cut it a little close uh, but no. 
I'm pretty sure though that like I don't have any like especially embarrassing or funny like mess ups, but I will tell you that like literally every year it just becomes like a stress fest for me. I don't know if you're the same. I actually I do know you're the same kind of person here. You just like go looking for presents and you're like, she wanted earrings, but I don't know anything about earrings. Earrings are complicated. Are, is this nice enough earring? Am I it's like our podcast topics. Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and it's like I've been with this woman for like five years. She's not gonna. She's not gonna dump me because I got her too cheap of earrings. And if she doesn't like the earrings, we are secure enough in our relationship that she can just be like, "Can we try something different?" And she'll be a nice person about it. But in my mind, I'm gonna ruin everything. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, and I feel man. like there's been 11 years of that. I feel like it's and this is probably. This is probably actually 10, I guess, but this is probably the 10th time that that's happened in my life. <laughs> I'm, I'm dying here because I would like to laugh harder, but my my non-COVID sickness, I'll say, thank you. Thank you, my son, bringing that home from, from his school. Uh, I've, I've been swabbed many a times for the COVID, but uh, nope, just not, well, not, not the cool things the kids have these days. I was telling you, I'm going to just keep going off on tangents because I think it's funnier right now. Um, I was telling you before, but... I right now everything in the world is just like a fear that it's going to be COVID, and I don't want to make our top our sub uh, podcast about COVID too. But I uh, I was getting my wife coffee one day at uh, one of those like outdoor like the the coffee shop here has uh, like a stand at the the door of the store, so you can just pick it up outside. And there's a line outside, and as I'm exiting the car, I'm trying to hold back a sneeze. And by holding it back, I think I made it worse and made it just had this loud, awful sneeze. And this is like two months in when everyone, nobody's like, okay, can you get it from just being next to somebody within six feet for like a quarter of a second? And like, I swear to you, this entire parking lot and the entire line of people at this poor coffee shop just stared at me as I like reluctantly got in line. Like, I'll be 13 feet back from the next person in front of the line. So I know how you feel when you feel like oh, you have man. to preface to the world like I don't it's this sneeze is just a normal sneeze. It's just a normal sick person sneeze. It really is crazy too because like I like obviously nobody's here uh other than you and I but I still feel the obligate like the social obligation to like hey guys I I don't have the thing. I don't I don't have it. <laughs> I know. Like I don't you might think from my cough that I might podcast listeners you won't get sick. Yeah, <laughs> you will not get yeah, COVID. Yeah, you're safe. No, I, I, I feel like we've we've blown past one of my best uh, analogies ever, which is, or metaphors, analogies, it's hard to say. Um, but no, I, I feel like the, the comparison of us picking out Valentine's Day stuff for our wives compared to us picking out uh, topics for a podcast ought to be <laughs> honestly treated with the same level of respect. Because like, you know what, Nick? We've been friends for a long time. And we're more than willing to say, like, hey, you've really brought a stinker here. Like, we, could, <laughs> we, we need could, to do the same. We could, we could just try again and pivot. Uh, we, can, we can return this topic and try again. Uh, <laughs> we can return this topic. Yeah, do you for have the, the price receipt? we paid. Do you have the receipt? Yeah, <laughs> we have the receipt. Okay, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go into what I think is my best Valentine's. Well, none of these actually happened on Valentine's Day. Maybe around Valentine's Day, but... This would have been early on in Katie and I's relationship, and I'm almost certain that I've told this story before because it's one of my favorite stories ever, uh, but I don't think I've told it on the podcast. Young man, 16 years old, uh, I have this girl that I like, uh, now my wife, who I wanted to invite over to uh, my parents' house for like a bonfire, and we had a mutual friend 
who was, uh, you know, I've, I've mentioned, I've been very open about the fact that I am extremely socially awkward with meeting new people. And, and so I was more than happy to have a random other person in the area to, you know, help carry the conversation when I didn't have anything to say. Uh, so a mutual friend of ours and her, uh, so this poor third wheel that we invited on, uh, we're hanging out and like, I, I grew up in the country. We had, um, like a bunch of, like I, part of, part of my chores were, you know, trimming trees and piling them up and burning them and, uh, keeping, keeping our property in line. Well, we had a, a big pile of, uh, tree limbs that needed burned and a bunch of Jones soda that needed drank. And so I had all this, so I had it all planned. I, I grew up, you know, going camping all the time. You know, I had a gas can ready to pour on the the, pro, the pile and matches to get things started, or a, or a name flame to get things started, which obviously seems a little bit uh, haphazard. But like again, like uh, this is what I grew up doing. Like I, I this I, I'm familiar with the risks. Uh, I should say, not necessarily responsible, but I'm familiar. Okay. Uh, scene starts. Uh, we have the Jones soda. Uh, we have the the pile of brush, the gasoline, and I pour the gasoline on the brush, and it, like it's a big pile. Like a picture, picture a like a a go kart, like a go kart sized pile of brush. That's a really uh, really weird pull, but I I I've well, got okay. the size. Here, I've got the, no, no, I've got the size. No, <laughs> you got the size. Continue. We are now at go a uh, go kart size. I, that is the analogy I want. There's there's a reason why, but I, I'll move on. Okay. Uh, so a go-kart-sized pile <laughs> of brush. And, and we, we get it all on there. Uh, again, Joan Soto is ready. Uh, get the, we get the, the gasoline on it, and I go up to light it. And I light one of the like, branches or the leaves, and it catches fire just a little bit, but it's not really going. And so I'm like, uh, you know, man, I'll, I'll just go to the other side. Maybe there's a little bit more gasoline on that side. And so I walk over to the other side, and I'm getting ready to uh, light the other side so they can get going. Because I know, like anything that I've learned about gasoline, like yeah, 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 like you need to, you can't just pour it on and wait for forever because like the fumes or whatever, like you need to get it going. So I walk over to the other side, and I'm getting ready to light the other side with the aim flame. And before I could even push anything, uh, like an atomic bomb went off, and it was like, like literally just in your mind, picture a flame like. Column. A go kart just going up in flames. <laughs> a go kart sized column of flame shooting down and then blasting out in like a twenty foot radius. Yes. And uh, all my leg hair was completely burned off. Most of my eyelashes, eyelash, eyebrows, and eyelashes were like fused together. The Jeez. trees nearby were on fire. Uh, my, oh, good. My th- this girl I liked. Uh, she was choking on her gum. We were trying to <laughs> stomp out the fire while my now wife is like choking. Try not to asphyxiate on gum. Uh, oh, my God. I tell you what, Nick, like four months, there was a perfect black 20-foot radius circle in our yard of the time that I created a, uh, a bomb out of gasoline fumes. <laughs> and Good job. I tell you what, though. Also, we were able to get it all put out. And so... Could have been worse. Didn't I even guess. kill anyone. I with did. Your bomb. Yeah, not, I with didn't your, even kill anybody. Like any loved with your ones. Go kart size bomb. Not even a single person. Good job, dude. Yep. And I didn't <laughs> tell my parents till the next day. 
<laughs> but there was no hiding it past then. Uh, oh, really? There, okay. Yeah, I, I I don't know why there's a 40-foot circle here. It's probably unrelated. Hard to say. Not unrelated. related to my bonfire last night or my lack of uh, eyebrows. That's a... Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is really good, sir. That is really good. Okay, so Nick, one last thing on uh, my pursuits for, for love <laughs> would be... When I was in middle school, again, this would have now predated my my current uh, my current spouse, but I I felt Gasp. the pressure uh, to dye the top of my hair blonde. I'm 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 brown headed for those listening at home, but there was a time in the early two thousands where, because it, it's not like it was just like all my hair blonde or anything how did i like, not know this story jeff oh you don't know oh, oh my gosh my god i wanted i didn't are there photo evidence it's like is there photo evidence of jeffrey with, with it, is, blonde it hair? is definitely the it's not like i had was it, there was, was I mean, it there definitely was a there was a phase was where i had blonde? so okay here we go so okay. there was there was a phase where i had just the the frosted tips style thing but nick jeff! <laughs> uh, I need to see this. What the heck? This changes everything. This changes everything I thought I knew about you. This and podcast, I love it. Where and I, I love clean. it. Okay, so I had the frosted tips, but were you going for more like the Nick Carter look, or like what was the what was the move there with the frosted tips and the bleach blonde hair? Uh, like, was... I mean, it was definitely like in sync, Backstreet Boys inspired, just mistakes. <laughs> 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 the absolute worst. <laughs> was I spent, inspired I, i'm glad to hear that you were inspired by them okay go ahead there, there was absolutely an entire year where it wasn't like just the frosted tips but like the thing where you had the brown hair all around the back like black hair around all the black back and sides and then the, <laughs> like where you would go bald if you were a balding man like completely bleached blonde like 100 percent like jeff so. I can't express to you enough that it would make it would make me a happier person in my day to day life if I knew where these photos were and could oh, look at them. Yeah, normally I like to say that I'll link to them in the show notes. I'm not so sure that that's going to be true <laughs> this time. Don't worry, guys. If if I can get Katie to provide these for me, I will link to them in the show notes. <laughs> oh man, they're out there somewhere. I guarantee you, my parents oh, have them. Like, all right, you should. Yeah. I've got a quest. All right, continue. Continue with your. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, I mean, to, that was to be completely honest, that's about it. I just <laughs> in I, your in your pursuit of love. In my pursuit, pursuit of, of love, love, I thought that I had to do the cool things, and I thought the cool thing was to have uh, my top of my head bleached was, blonde. Was to go the full Backstreet Boys oh, and, and so much gel, like oh, so much gel. <laughs> Okay, because like, it was like I blonde, own, naturally blonde, but then like crispy gold was like when it was with the with the with all the gel. I, I don't know if you had like an age group or an age range where like you didn't really care enough to make decisions about like what you wore or what was happening with your hair. Like you just went to I, I until mm-hmm. like third or fourth grade, I think I just went to hair or I went and got my hair cut when my mom just like decided to take me and I just you know the clothes I had were the things that my mom gave me and I just didn't really care. I just woke up and grabbed some shit or whatever, right? The reason I say is that, like, that was, like, I, like, actively, like, pouted about it, but I, like, definitely had, like, gelled spiked hair for a little while as a kid, too. So I, I can't I can't say I'm fully innocent. I'm ridiculing you, and I'm laughing at your poor expense and your bleach blonde. I did not bleach blonde go bleach blonde tips, but to be fair, I was already 
a blonde kid. So there you go. It may not, it may not have been an option for me. And let me tell you, if my mom had bugged me enough, I probably would have done it. Probably would have been weak. And just done it. It just been another We're, Backstreet Boy child. I feel like you should have gone the dyed black top. Like I feel like that was an <laughs> untapped potential. Like we could have we could have complimented each other. Could've. Right. We should have started a podcast like in the late nineties or whatever. Early a podcast 2000s. about about uh, sync and Backstreet Boy styles uh, that that we are pursuing. That is the only thing that the podcast is. That's what our third grade podcast would have been. Yep. I'm Jeff, and this is my eleven year old co-host Nick. <laughs> This week's episode is brought to you by Santa Cruz Mountain Essentials. We are absolutely excited to have the clothing line uh, Santa Cruz Mountain Essentials as a sponsor of our show. Uh, in addition to 10% of every sale going to a nonprofit, they also uh, plant a tree every single order via one tree planted. Which is a cause that like really resonates with me. Many of the forests in the Santa Cruz area and California in general were harmed by wildfires this last year. And then giving back and trying to help any environmental causes like both here in California and Santa Cruz, uh, the Santa Cruz area and anywhere else is something we're super proud and happy to support. This week, I got my zip hoodie from uh, SEM Essentials, and my wife also got herself a long sleeve shirt, uh, which we both absolutely love. Uh, like, it's a very pleasant surprise. Not I, only uh, are they an awesome company. Oh, go ahead, Nick. No, no, I uh, completely agree. I got my hoodie, and the hoodie is supposed to be one that me and my wife share for around the house. And so far, I have worn it like every moment that we've been <laughs> sitting around and watching TV, and she's worn it none because so ha. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really is. It's a great thing to have great clothing and a great company uh, behind it uh, so yeah awesome thing and uh, if you would like to check out their line you can go to scmessentials.com and if you would like you can use our promo code tywsap to save 10 percent at checkout that's uh year we started a podcast tywsap at checkout uh, thank you for santa cruz mountain essentials for supporting our show <clears throat> so nick I spent some time in a car uh, this last week, and it's been a while since I've spent this much time in a car, and it reminded me of the things that I loved back in the, you know, the before times when, you know, you traveled and such. Uh, Yield before times. Yeah. <laughs> it's It's been a hot minute before I've spent this much time in a car without my kids. Uh, I I really enjoyed lots of it. But it did remind me of a particular thing that I am particularly bad at that I would like to talk about with you. And I did do a little bit of research. I think it kind of like is fairly self-explanatory as to why it is the case. But I would like to kind of get your, your take on it. So, Nick, how do you feel your sense of direction is? Uh, it's incredibly hit or miss. It's, okay. uh, and what I say by that is... I'm usually very good at keeping track of where I'm going. Like, you know, I, I ride a lot of trails. And so I, uh, like, we ha you have to find your way around trails, especially when you're new to an area or whatever. And I also have to drive in the weird-ass world of California where there's a lot of different overlapping highways and freeways um, and whatever. And the reason I say is usually very good. But if I get lost, I'm like, I'm, it's, it's bad. It's real lost. It's, it's like, oh... Nick ain't coming home tonight. Like, it's bad. <laughs> well, yeah, we did talk about the, the time where, uh, due to some poor signage, you spent uh, way more time than expected on trail. So I, I guess I can you know, yeah. acknowledge that. 
Yeah. But anyway, Nick, <laughs> okay. If you're on if you're on a road trip and you pull into a gas station to you know fill up and go to the bathroom and whatever else. And mm-hmm. then you have to get back on the road. Is there any hesitation of like what direction you should be going or anything like that? No, I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> leave you out there alone. But hey, I'm. I haven't. I haven't fessed to anything at this point. That's fair. That's fair. You know that you. That's a totally normal question to ask somebody if you don't have that issue, right? Like that's a to- <laughs> um, Oh my god. So, so Nick, uh, you know, tipping my hand a little bit here. I am not one that is good at directions. Uh, and, and I would like to share some stories as to like to give you an example of that. Uh, you know, most recently, and again, this is this is me being extremely honest. I if we're on a road trip with my wife and we do stop at a gas station and we need to get back on the highway to go whatever direction we're going, I, I don't know what the right answer is. Like, <laughs> like it's not like a lack of caring. Uh, like I like driving. I just, I I do recall getting off of the highway, and I recall turning into wherever it was. I just I have no ability to put that in a spatial sense as to where I'm currently facing. Like if I turn left off the highway, uh, and I need to get back on the highway, I understand that I need to turn back left again. Like I need like get back on the thing, uh-huh. uh, the same direction <laughs> I was getting off. Like that's how it works. But. I just I extremely extremely badly struggle with being able to do that in the moment. It is very very embarrassing. <laughs> um, oh my god! And, and I feel like I feel like Jen's relatively good at uh, you know knowing how to get to places too, right? Like I remember you driving us around. Uh, yes. Yeah, like you. So, you, do you have any sort of uh, like? <laughs> do you, do you my, have any, my... any any rope to toss me as? To, like some sort of relation to this uh, at all? So, uh, before yeah, I get too far into it, yeah, live in a more confusing, annoying place with more annoying, complicated directions, and don't be allowed to have a GPS when you're for the first two years of your driving. Like your parents, for some reason, forbid you. Like if you could just go back in time and do that, that would really <clears> help. Yeah, I, I will say since I've, uh, since I have had to work downtown uh, in Wichita, I certainly am thousand times more capable like navigating random roads than i would have ever have been before mostly because well two reasons one i switched to an iphone and ios and apple maps are hot garbage compared to (laughs) freaking google maps like that is one of the biggest downfalls of switching to ios is i used to be able to just tell uh what (laughs) tell google that I, you know, I wanted to navigate wherever, and like within two seconds yeah. of be navigating, I swear iOS is hot garbage when it comes to that. Like it, like half the time needs to ask me like seventy five questions. Like, do I mean the one that is like four seconds? Do you from mean me, the, the one, or the one that's or? like in in? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like forty. Like I can arrange away. for you to find a boat. I can figure out the boat situation. And just need to know that that's if that's on the agenda. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> Do you mean yeah. Bitten, Kansas here four minutes from here or Bitten, Arkansas in four hours and 85 minutes? I don't know why it's 85 minutes, but that's what it is. <laughs> that's what it is. Um, no, so like genuinely, I, I say that. Um, I'm, I'm like joking around, but I, I do genuinely think if I have any good sense of direction for, especially as a driver, it's I spent my first couple of years not being allowed to have a GPS for some reason. Like, I guess they, my parents just didn't want to buy me one. It's probably the more accurate thing. And I was driving their cars. So, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then... Two, so like I when 
I first went out and stayed with Jen in Pennsylvania. I've, I've sp- stayed with uh, Jen's parents in Pennsylvania, uh, who live in a small town in Pennsylvania, uh, for summers between, uh, when I was in college. And the reason I say all this is I lived there, and when I had to do, like, an errand, I'd ask them, okay, well, where's that? And they'd say, out the garage and to the left. And you go, like, 20 minutes until you see the big sign. And it's like, you drive 20 minutes in a straight line? That's all you have to do? (laughs) (laughs) And, like, I understand that that is not all small towns are all anything. And they were also, like, they literally lived on the highway. Like, their freaking address is a highway address. So, like, okay. But, man, I couldn't get anywhere that simply. I couldn't get anywhere in the world. I couldn't get to places that are in walking distance that simply. (laughs) And... So, like, okay, I, I, I want to keep the plot here, but, like, I will say I also, like, living in Kansas, like, everything is a bunch of squares. And so, like, yeah, you can, right. it's literally, like, go up this many squares, and then you turn left on this many squares, and then you're good. Uh, right. But I, I still struggle with it. I will say, and you're completely right, and I'll get into the reason why you're right a little bit later. I really, really, like... To this day, if I have to get anywhere and anybody knows that, like, I'm not exactly the best at directions that's older than me. By older than me, I mean, like, my parents' generation or older. (laughs) Nick, here's the thing. We'll get into how bad I am with directions. But uh, if I need to get anywhere that I don't know where it is, I'm going to Google it and I'm going to follow my navigation and I'm going to show up there because Google saved my life and I got there. there. There is an insatiable desire for people of my parents generation to tell me like okay so you're gonna go up 50th for about 20 miles and then and here's gonna, this landmark that you'll never remember it's it's yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the kind of dying tree it's kind of dying it's not, dead. It's, not it's, it's not the one dying tree before the sign that is like the the dairy queen sign before you turn off the highway <laughs> at 48th it's actually the one Three miles down the road, that dying oh tree, God. and you get off there, six miles down, and then you get on the highway and you know it from there, right? Like, the whole time, the entire time that, that I'm being told this, I'm like, yeah, I, I, I bet you Google got it. Like, I, <laughs> I, like, you might as well be telling me right now, like, hey, here, I know you're getting ready to drive. Here's how you bake bread uh, if you want to do some sourdough. And then here's yeah. how you want to do some bread if you want to do some fridge bread. Uh, and like, this is my favorite recipes. Here's the place you can buy. Like, do you no, ever I'm, feel, hold on, uh, uh, slightly related to this, do you ever feel really dumb when people give you like a really quick, abridged version of like a, of a set of instructions for things that like, you know, I, I understand it when someone tells you like how to make or what, what, ingredients they want in a meal as you're cooking or whatever but if someone told me like two weeks ahead of time and gave me like a 20-step piece of instructions i had this happen today with a, like a random ass product but like i feel like a really dumb person oh yeah and i don't think it's my fault i think it's that they shouldn't be expected you should write down these instructions if they're like a seven-step thing that i'll never remember from your one time of explaining it to me and i need to pull back at this memory in two weeks it's not reasonable <laughs> especially like i appreciate the concern of me making it home. Like I know, (laughs) but like you already know, like we've already acknowledged the fact in this relationship, I'm going to upon milliseconds of getting in my car, I'm going to Google how to get home and I'm going to follow this thing. Like, like we're on the same page here. 
you don't need to tell me any of the details. It, and like, here's the other funny thing about this. Uh, like when we're driving like my, like in-laws or my mom or whoever, they always want to know like, where are you at? Like, like how, how far away from, like, have you made it home safe yet? And my answer will be always, I'm 55 minutes from home. <laughs> but that is not satisfactory. It's like, no, where, where have you passed most recently? And it's like, I don't hold on. I don't freaking know. Like, <laughs> I, I passed the fifty-six minute marker. I, I like, will I'm say not that's, fifty-five minute marker. So I'm final. I'm like currently living in a place that I basically have never lived in or ever been around or anything without GPS, which is the fir- this is the mm-hmm. first place that I've lived in as an adult because I I didn't really use Google Maps that much until uh probably like I probably overused or didn't you know my old car didn't have GPS built in and it was kind of a pain. So I, and my job was simple enough to get to because it was right off the freeway. So the reason I say all this is to say, uh, I am currently in that first place where people ask me what street I'm on. And I'm like, how would I know what this street is? What are you talking about? What street? You pass like, I don't know, the one that, Jeep, that Google tells you to go by. That's the one. <laughs> like, which is oh, probably man. not a good place to be but i think i'm completely with you streets have lost all meaning to me there are streets oh, yeah. that have freeway exits and those ones i know because it says i, I gotta get off on macarthur and that's all i know and <laughs> if it's not macarthur I, it's, it's blank street is what it is it's it's nothing it's, it's it, that that part of the sign is blurred off to me that doesn't mean anything it's never going to be retained i i remember recently well not recently it was uh like last summer or something like that like 2019, we were heading down to uh, can or to Amarillo, Texas, and <clears throat> again, a you know, our my parents' generation getting asked like what city we had passed, <laughs> and like literally the most specific I could be was like, I don't know, like we're getting ready to get out of Oklahoma. Like <laughs> I don't even <laughs> what is that specific enough? Like oh, I saw God. a sign a while back that we're within a hundred miles of the border. I don't know, like yeah, whatever. Dude. I'm completely. That's that's really good. That is real, really vague. I I'll tell you the like on the same note. Like uh, my dad is the same exact way as I'm sure every dad in the world is. Um, but mm, okay. One of the things that bugged me about this is that my dad will ask me like, okay, well, where are we going to lunch? Can you give me directions to whatever that sandwich shop is? Oh, and I'll no. be like. Yeah, I can give you directions, I guess, but I'd have to Google them. And also, I set up your GPS in your car. <laughs> I did that for you. <laughs> you I, I made it so your Google Maps linked with your with your car. I did that. Stop it. I have crippling anxiety taking other people to lunch. Like, oh. just I would just like to <laughs> toss that out there because, like, I I don't know where any, and like here's the, here's the bad part, Nick. It could be a place that we've I've gone to lunch like six times, but I was never the person that drove. And, and you feel like you're gonna get lost. But like now, now I'm the one that has to drive for whatever reason. So like I have to spend like an intense study session, like memorizing every turn, every direction, and like even then it's super stressful because like the first turn you got to turn the right way the first time, Nick. If you turn the wrong way the first time, you're on an entirely different path. It's very bad. Uh, so. That that is how I've gotten Poor better Jeff. at uh, downtown is because I've I you it's a bunch of one way streets <laughs> you can you can't make that <laughs> mistake like I, I grew up where you can just do forever. whatever but yeah yeah I feel yeah that's 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 fair that's fair I never had the one where I didn't know where I was except that I was close to the edge of a state 
I haven't gotten that vague, but I literally had uh my my dad call me as I left a uh as I left a uh a bike ride that we had gone on and I was heading home and taking whatever GPS and my dad said, uh, did you take the you know, I can't even pull up what freaking freeway he asked me if I went on because it's that removed from my brain, but he's yep. you know, he I don't know, he said, Did you take the nineteen or the ninety three? And I was like, I don't know. I, I didn't know those Google. were freeways. <laughs> I didn't know those were freeways. And I had left it all of one second earlier. Like I would literally on that freeway one moment before. And the information was probably just never in my brain at all. It's just like, this is a freeway that I am currently on. It goes left. It goes, it goes home eventually. <laughs> before I get into the actual meat of what I wanted to talk about with this topic. Um, I, I remember my very first bad experience with me not knowing the, uh, the direction I was going. And I was uh, 15 years old, I think, I think, or maybe even a little bit younger, because uh, you, in Kansas back in the day, you get a learner's permit at like 14 or 13 or 15, I don't even know what. Um, so we had gone to uh, Dairy Queen in the town north of us, our largest town of Andover, uh, north of us, it's a uh, town east of Wichita. Okay. And we had finished eating there. It was like a place that we would eat every Sunday afternoon. And I got to drive all by myself it's like nick it's like a 10 minute drive like it literally two turns <laughs> from my See, house jeff there's no 10 minutes away from me that it's two turns there's just not <laughs> i'm pretty sure i would be in a lake or something <laughs> <laughs> so okay go ahead. so we, we 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 go eat and then i have to drive home again a place that i have gone to for like years just as a passenger, though, not as a driver. And two turns. I fa- I started to get a feeling that maybe I had gone the wrong way about 20 minutes in when I hadn't made it close to the part where I was normally getting ready to turn off onto the highway to go home. Uh, turns out I had turned the wrong way. Only one turn, mind you. <laughs> but I had gone 45 minutes the wrong direction <laughs> on a 10-minute drive. Like, just completely zoned <laughs> out going the wrong is, way. That is so good, Jeff. Took me, that like, an so hour, over an hour to get home. <laughs> Had, oh, like, my God. And, again, all of the things you should have seen. I, I don't know. I'm just so oblivious to that. But, Nick, do you want to guess as to why? Like, what? What? why, why am I so bad at directions? Or why are people so good at directions? Or, like, what, like, what do you feel like makes a person good or bad at this sort of thing? So I, I could I could genuinely see it being like I don't want to give too much credit to our parents' generation because that makes it sound like they know things and that's just that's just craziness yeah, that sure I that. refuse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But there's probably truth that we have become overly reliant on technology and therefore don't have that like just it's not that we don't have the skills, it's that we don't have it we're not used to like, oh yeah, okay, here's my four or five critical landmarks and things and if i go too far i know like, i'll know that because i'm like i'll be like wait a second i've been going 20 minutes this way and i was only supposed to go 10 minutes this way or whatever and then because we're too reliant on gps and then also um i think there probably is um you know something that to that same thing of just like if you do something enough like you will probably build a like you will build good habits around that thing of like checking yourself and checking signs and stuff. Cause when I was, when I, the reason I was saying about um, me not having a GPS for a while is that uh, the primary places I needed to drive were into big cities. 
And the cool thing with that is that I could just, at least I could tell, have someone tell me like, okay, well, we're off of this exit. And in California, at least all the freeways are very like, okay, well, even if I don't know that I have to get off of the 73 at this point, I will know because the sign says, oh, south to San Diego. And it's like, okay, 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 I'm going south. I know I'm going south towards San Diego-ish, not San Diego, but you know, and then it'll eventually tell you, oh, these are the exits for um, this city. Next six exits are for Aliso Viejo. And you're like, okay, well, I got to pay attention because these are the ones in Aliso Viejo and I'm trying to go to Aliso Viejo. So like sign reading on freeways is something that I do not do anymore, but I did do when I didn't have a GPS. Yeah. So you are absolutely on point with that. I absolutely, when I would go somewhere when I was a young kid, had MapQuest maps printed off uh, that I would follow to get to where I was going because my parents were worried about me. Yep. So I was absolutely handicapped there. Do you want to guess what very, very similar skill that directional, like just having a sense of direction is like uh, if you were like think of a developmental thing? Uh, like, mm-hmm. you want to take a Tell stab me. at what you would think? I got no idea. It is extremely, extremely similar to learning a language. Uh, oh. Which, like, you are able to, like, immersed in the situation. Like, if you were to go just dive into, uh, you know, South America, you would be much more able to learn Spanish than you would ever in a million years in a classroom. Right. And you, if you're tossed into a world in which you don't have GPS, you are much, much more capable of learning, you know, just how to be good at directions than you would ever be in a world where you have MapQuest directions printed off on a piece of paper to follow. And it has the same similar thing where if you don't have that in your formative years, you are much more going to be working uphill to ever make that happen in the future. So like... If you if you didn't do that as a, at a young age, you're really going to struggle with that. Like as an old man like myself, to get better at this, like I would have to spend a lot of time and a lot of energy actually learning a second language or third language or whatever of direction. Uh, it's like the exact same sort of part that makes of your a lot brain of that learns that. It makes a lot of sense. It really does. And so I thought that was really interesting made me feel a little bit bad because it almost feels like I have no hope. But, Nick, I have oh, wait, a counter... Wait, wait, you said, you, said, you said the word almost. Almost. In there. <laughs> well, I, I said, I'll strike that from the record. I'll oh, yeah, edit okay. it out. Thank, thank um, you. I just, wanted, I just wanted to be yeah. accurate, Jeff. I'm not, have, I'm not trying to hurt no you. I have no hope. I am as uh, GPS-reliant as they can possibly ever come. However, I don't understand, Nick, why me as a like coming up on 32 year old adult mm-hmm. is worse at directions than my four-year-old well that's because your four-year-old has um has Nick, he your doesn't wife's... drive he yeah. doesn't drive yeah i'm yeah. not printing anything off for him but i'm also not asking him how to get to anywhere i just want to let you know you, you said that really angrily i just are you, I, are you okay I, well i i, I oh, am no. you're, start, you're already I, starting this, to resent this, your son you're already starting to feel overshadowed by your son. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. So here's the deal. Look, I understand that, you know, we're going to be the older generation sometime, Nick. But, like, we have to fight for what I'm, we can I'm right gonna, now. I'm going to die before that. And I think, it's, I think it's crap. So here, here's the thing. I suck at directions. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how when – so and my wife will attest to this. I am so easily put on autopilot. It's 
unimaginable. Like I, I have driven past places that I meant to go to that I just drove to my work more times than I can count. It's ridiculous. However, like even when that's like not a thing, I, I know that I need to drop my son off at my parents' house or his grandparents' house or whatever. There have been multiple times, Nick, where I've gone on the highway, I've turned the wrong way, and then like one minute later, my son in the background, four years old, is like, Dad, why are we going the wrong way? <laughs> <laughs> and like I have to like, it's like an existential crisis of like, wow, I am going the wrong way. Also, shut up, young man. <laughs> but yes, also, I am going the wrong way. It's disrespectful but, to just... Just and order it, it, cantankerous. Ah. It's, it's and it's wild because I first off we share a lot of the same genetics, so it's not like that's a difference. My wife is better at directions than I am, but like no, no amazing person at it. Like, like he he's from us. I don't understand how he can just know that sort of thing. And it's not like it's always when I'm going the wrong way, he just knows that I'm going the wrong direction because, like, that like, legitimately has happened multiple times. But also, if I just, like, if we're going somewhere, like, to his grandparents' house or whatever, if if you ask him, like, hey, we're getting ready to turn, what, what direction should we turn? He knows the answer. And I don't understand, as a four-year-old, how he's better at direct. Like, I, I know does, why. I know why. How? Okay, Only okay, half of his genes are yours. So... <laughs> oh, thank you. But, no, but like, <laughs> seriously, it's baffling to me that like I me, really mean to a grown ass man, like I know. how how am I getting out directioned by a four year old? And it's not yeah. even like ha ha funny. Like that's a funny one time anecdote. Like, like it is time, yeah. a legitimate, a I, legitimate I, thing that I happens. Think so. I think there's something that's happening with our, with the next generation, like. The generation, it, starting with like Gen Z, where I, I'm pretty sure they're all much more capable than we are. I'm pretty sure they're they like whatever happened with the internet. To, whatever happened with the internet that was to our generation, it just wasn't. It wasn't very polished, and it was it wasn't it wasn't perfect. We're we're good, but dude, the the next generation's better than us. It's just it just is. It just is. I mean, it has to be. Like even your four year old is watching the kind of YouTube stuff that apparently makes him smarter than us. So it's just more aware. Of, like, is it actually somehow your four year old's less ADD than you and me, Jeff? Because I'm the same way. I just space out for like half an hour. Oh my god. I don't. I, I don't even know how to react to being like, oh, you're right. My four year old son who can barely string together comprehensive sentences. That yes, I have in fact been driving the wrong way for the last five minutes. I. I'm glad you have pointed oh this out to me. I don't know how to feel about myself anymore, but thank you for saving us some time. Oh, it is God. the wildest thing. So that's where, like, I get that, like, it is a thing that I got stunted because I, uh, you know, I printed off MapQuest stuff when I was growing up and learning how to drive. Dumb. But I don't remember ever a point where I could correct my parents on yeah. how they were. I, I, I just, I don't know. I, it d- does not make sense to me. My dad would just so be like, weird. language. And I'd be like, I said hell. And he'd be like, oh, language. <laughs> so it just, it never came up for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, uh, I, I, I did do a bunch of research. There are other, you know, slightly more nuanced explanations as to how people are better at directions than others. There's like this weird, like 
Nick, if I were to put you in a dark room and spin you around, would you know which way is northeast, southwest? <laughs> Jeff, I barely know where the street is for my for where I'm sitting okay. right now. Well, I'm glad to at least have you <laughs> as company in that. But there are people that can do that allegedly. Yeah, I, I know. Like, which yeah. I literally cannot even comprehend. There's nothing I can read that will make that make any amount of sense. Like. I I have to have so many visual cues to even know which direction, the, I, like to even put in a 50-50 guess. Like I can't even imagine just having some weird sense of like what direction I'm facing. That I, I don't even know how to understand. Like I don't, I have no analog to compare that to. I, I completely agree. Completely, completely agree. Except for my son who's four years old who apparently has that exact Is a genius. He's going to be an amazing map maker. Or something. <laughs> Apparently. Who knows? All right, Nick. We should probably call it good here. Uh, we have actually put a good amount of uh, <laughs> content out on our good old <laughs> Patreon now. Uh, for better or worse, there's now a Patreon-only podcast. Uh, the year we started another podcast. It's a lot like this one, except for where we plan even less than this one and edit it even less too. And you get to you get to get a real insight. In, today is, is a, a real insight into the... Uh, the the more cantankerous side of Nick, which I was already mean to you today for some reason. I apologize for that, but uh, but you know this one <laughs> we're very upbeat. That one I was very ah. So yeah, well you know any distraction I can have uh, from what this Sunday may bring. Uh, again, Super Bowl Sunday, the Chiefs' second Super Bowl. We'll see how it goes. Um, you could also follow us on uh, basically any social media platform at Tywasap. Uh, and you can also check us out at tywasap.com. That can basically bring to any link that you could possibly want uh, for uh, following the show. But yeah, thanks, uh, Nick, for potting with me. I've really enjoyed it this week. No problem. Uh, you're welcome. This has been the year we started the podcast. Thank you for listening. <laughs>